The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favorite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Previously on Fantastic Forum. Do you want me to talk to you when my cock's out? Last week he did. This week, maybe not. Do you see how quiet he got? That's a yes. <laughs> I'm still debating. He's just dabbing it on my chin, not putting it in my mouth. You know you want to. Well, now it's hard as fuck. Oz, put it away and find out his first name real quick. Two dicks narration is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I can see why he has I two agree. dicks. Cyborg has low testosterone. <laughs> well, yeah, because, you know, his body's all jacked up. Oh, that's good. so you're saying he, he only has, like, one cybernetic nut or something? Well, he needs a cybernetic prostate. First two minutes uh, of Cyborg on Doom Patrol was better than all of Cyborg and Justice League. And I agree with you. You have because he has Wi-Fi in it. We know how we know how it goes with these kids too. Like, they grow, but they end up looking weird. Like, they still have their little kid face, and then their adult <laughs> face tries to grow around it. This guy has some girth. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I just want some girth. Tune in to Fantastic Forum Live Wednesday nights, nine thirty Eastern, six thirty Pacific, on AllGames.com. Go, I get the keys where she's coming, you know, Tony. What is his name, Tony? He's about to be a Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Ah! Ah! Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to play little dude instead. Aquaman's a hero! I guarantee you, Blake, you look like a shot. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin, Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble. You listen to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show, your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from All Games Studio Los Angeles. Hope you have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you just stick with us. Well, we take it up a notch. We have the usual suspects in the building. On Skype, he is our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? <laughs> he was like, oh, that's me. Got it. Got it. Next, he is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He is 
our resident Dark Knight detective. He is Oz. We are the number one show on the network amongst all shows. No asterisks. No asterisks, indeed. It's like five weeks running. And that voice you just heard, the dul- the dulcet tones of the backbone, the pillar, the strength, the fantastic form are nigh in vulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. That actually wasn't me. That was a drop. <laughs> Like, I, I can't tell the difference anymore. Like, you're, you're that much of a professional. As for myself, my name's Lawrence Young. That's all you need to know. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. So, uh, we got a great show for you today, because we're going to do a review of Age of X-Men, Prisoner X, number one. We're also going to do a review of The Promised Neverland. And we're going to bring you the latest and greatest in comic book news along with whatever else it is you good people want to talk about. But before we do all that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course you all, the All Games community for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. Uh, we also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. It's LA's in the South Bay's best comic book store. You can get all your comic book needs met there. All you got to do is give them a call. 310-538-3198. There it is. Uh, also, if you want to get down with Fantastic Forum, we got a few different ways for you to do it. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com slash live. Join the party. You know you want to. Indeed. So, um, getting right into things. The, uh, the latest episode of of Doom Patrol came out this past Friday, right? And my question to you, Moses Magnum, is why do you hate Asian people? I mean, it's not that I hate Asian people. Like, <laughs> that has nothing to do with... Yeah, like, it, you know, it, it, we all we always hate race swapping in comic <laughs> medium, you know? Like, And Doom Patrol had an Asian guy, and then it turns out he was Animal Vegetable Mineral Man. Is that a real character? Yeah. You talked about but it. Larry, Larry, are you serious? We, we showed you pictures. Look, don't even get us started on Danny the Street. It was only like three episodes ago. I remember Danny the Street. I don't remember Animal, Mineral, Vegetable Man. It was the same conversation. Yeah, no, hey, 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 I'm not disagreeing with you. Saying I have an issue, I have a problem. I have a terrible memory, and I'm not. I'm not proud of it. Kids, I don't, don't try do drugs. to have a bad memory. Don't do drugs. I just kids. keep forgetting to have a good one. What? I'm telling the children not to do drugs. Look, Larry yeah, never did drugs. In fact, Larry's is a good God fearing Boy Scout. Like, if anything, don't be that. That's what ruins your memory. <laughs> Drink more alcohol and smoke more weed, kids. That's what that's what yeah, Mo and I do. And look at our memory. We remember. Like, good. at least if you if you. If you smoke weed and drink, you at least have an excuse. That's I mean, I, mean listen, I feel like some people are blessed with these titanic memories and they're able to go ahead and, and keep a, a, a number of different things just straight in their heads. And some of us have to work harder. I, uh, one thing, you know what, Larry? I think, you know, that movie Unbreakable, like, I'm your opposite. Like, we met each other just like the dude in Unbreakable and the other dude in Unbreakable. You remember, you remember ridiculous stuff for no good reason. Where I'm just like, wow, why does Moses know that? Yeah, so it's like, yeah, it's like I'm the the Bruce Willis to your Samuel L. Jackson, <laughs> and he they stops you from doing ridiculous Mr. stuff. Mr. Glass, say what? And you stop him from doing ridiculous stuff. Who, who Mo stops me? No, you or... stop Mo from doing ridiculous stuff for no reason, while he remembers ridiculous stuff for no reason. That's true. That does happen that way sometimes. 
Mo's gotten a lot better. Like Mo, Mo, Mo became an adult. He was like, you know what? I don't have to do that anymore. And then he stopped. I wouldn't even say I got better. I just stopped leaving the house. <laughs> I stopped putting myself in this in the situations to do ridiculous yeah. things. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't say I didn't have adventures. Oh no, definitely not. Um, real quick in chat, Hex says today is week one of Mo has no something comics. Is he counting down what... how long till you don't get his comic that he promised no, no. you last week? Yeah, but I guess it's because I haven't sent them the address where to send it or anything. So that's probably what he means by it. And then what else I saw that I... Hecht also says Mayor drinks a lot. Hard to remember details. I, I had that problem before I started drinking. Maybe maybe I can use the, the alcohol as an excuse. I'm a so how like how did you function in college like with exams and lots, all that? Lots of notes. But you, you know what though? Here's the thing. Like information. Like let me put it like this. Like everything in my major, I retain. Like the stuff. Like I I got my degree in psychology. A lot of the psychology stuff I know and even use to this day. Even though I'm not a psychologist. <laughs> you know, but you know, there are other subjects where it's just like, okay, like it just didn't take. Like it's like maybe I passed my test or whatever, but I don't I couldn't be like, oh, I know stuff now. Like some things, but not not there's a lot. And then also, I mean, like a lot of my brain is filled with useless pop culture stuff that has nothing to do with Doom Patrol. So it's like, you know, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't remember Animal Vegetable Mineral Man, but you know, I can give you like the X-Men's family tree, you know, probably like going four, five generations in, like, you know, just, you know, you pick the character and we can just go, you know, <laughs> or like, I could tell you almost any transformation for just about any Transformer that existed between a certain amount of time, you know what I'm saying? Like between 86 going to probably what? Maybe 90s. Like I can do some generation two stuff, but you know, why? Right. Why? <laughs> You know, going at least at least going up until Beast Wars. I can definitely do that. So, you know, but it's just man, you know, animal, mineral, vegetable, man. I posted a picture. Why is he like on this cover? Why is he a part dinosaur? Because dinosaurs are animal. I guess so. And he's a dinosaur yeah. in the show. I didn't see it. So I don't. I didn't oh, know. my <laughs> God. It actually did a good job of translating this cover. Oh, did it really? Oh. Yeah. Which is like. It was kind of cool seeing that because it's an effect, you know, it'd be hard. And then the show is a quirky kind of borderline comedy show, you know? So mm -hmm. the fact that that guy was it is actually hilarious. And it's a cool, like, thing to see at the end, you know what I mean? That's a good uh, show. I like it. The, this episode was great. I thought it was just going to be them in the hotel room for the uh, the whole episode, and I was fine with it. And I usually don't do that. Like, it's like, I want to see that big robot motherfucker beat up people. And then he did. <laughs> and then he did something that was really cool where he's like, what the fuck did I just do? He felt remorse for killing because they're people, you know, they're under the dude's control, but they're people. And he just like ripped heads off and cut them in half. And, you know, he used what, how he fights, you know, like they, he bashed the dude's head in because he headbutted him instinctively, albeit. But he's a he's got a metal head. <laughs> yeah. And he just caves his skull in, and then after he defended himself, he's like, everybody's like, he's like, what the fuck? You know, like, he had, it was a brief moment of remorse, which you don't get, because, you know, Disney's Marvel, they don't kill people, they kill fodder, you know? <laughs> and here, they just I mean, straight up killed people. Like, plenty, plenty of people die in Marvel movies. They just, they don't emphasize the death aspect of it, right? I mean, nah, well, it's not, like, the thing is, it's consequence of the heroics 
but they don't they don't deal with that at all. At least you know, say what you will about Batman versus Superman, but that was a driving point. It was just a bad way of executing it. But that there's you know there is collateral damage, you know, and yeah, but but you know it's not like they're fighting you know in uh it's not you know Thanos comes and it's a bunch you know they're people, but we don't see them as people because they're not like us. The Doom Patrol killed people that look like us. And they touched on, you know, man, I just killed people, you know? Mm. But I haven't seen any Marvel movie do that. I'm pretty what sure. About, I'm pretty sure. What about the Fox sure. ones do? Yeah, but those are bad. Like the, the which ones? The Fox ones? No, but dude, like, literally, the whole Civil War is about Scarlet Witch accidentally killing people. Like, that's the plot. Yeah, but the thing is, that was, you know, it's it's an accident and it's collateral. This he actually had to fight people and kill them and then deal with that in that second. You know so, what I mean? Oh, so okay. Like so the enemies, count? you know, Scarlet Witch killed a bunch of people on accident. Right? He, he did it she on purpose, defending herself or fighting. Right? Because she killed know? people before that when when they were fighting in in Sarkovia or whatever that floating mm-hmm. rock. I mean, she was killing people there too, but she didn't feel badly. She just felt bad because this was an accident. And it wasn't. She it was, was a villain too. Yeah, you know. Okay, so then, so then, why don't we compare apples to apples then, and talk about like say Punisher or Daredevil? Like all those shows are about yeah, killing Pun- people. First of all, Punisher is not a superhero. I, I'm I'm just saying we're talking about superhero TV shows. All right, that's well, what Punisher is. Punisher is is a, is a serial killer. He just happens to have a code, and then they actually write the shows. He never kills anybody on accident there's a moment where he thinks he does but they make sure that everybody he kills you hate and you look at them as less than yourself you know in doom patrol these guys were innocent presumably puppets mind control you know mm-hmm. you don't know what choice they had or, or or didn't have i mean we could easily say they're they're nazis but they're not like i mean we don't know that 100 percent. more importantly here's the thing more importantly Robot Man didn't know that, and he had that moment, and that's what I want to see. Mm. Yeah, and that doesn't happen in Daredevil. Uh, it does, but it again, it's like, but it doesn't count about, because it's it, not DC. Well, they, no, Daredevil knows they're bad because you can yeah, tell when they're it, lying. Again, it's they set him up specifically for if he kills them, it's okay. Like you're rooting for him to kill these people. Yeah, Robot Man is and just he, walking. Robot Man is just walking down the hall and suddenly and gets attacked and he just starts killing dudes and ripping them in half. Yeah, and technically he like he could have literally just stood still and been all right. Yeah, that is the other thing. I mean, they didn't have weapons; <laughs> they were just punching. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, and he he did overkill, and and he had a moment of, of you know, I, it could have it's probably something that's gonna fuck with him later on. I'm you sure know? he got. He's over gonna it. learn to feel, even though he's a robot man, mm, and right. that's you know that to me that's. That's great. Okay. Well, listen, I'm not mad at it. It's a good show. I mean, it sounds like I enjoy it. No, no, definitely not mad. I'm just, I'm just making, making the comparison or wondering about the comparison. All this head shrinking shit you learned in school, huh? I know. <laughs> That's it. That's what it is. I'm glad we got that cleared up. Most Magnum loves Asian people. Wow. Well, I didn't say that either. <laughs> And, and I don't kind of like they're like why did this become about Asians? It was like most of the text about the fact that they changed the race of uh, of vegetable animal, animal. vegetable man. <laughs> but the way you sent it made it it made me laugh because I was like, oh Jesus. Yeah, I was. I mean, I was commenting on the race swap, but that's. I mean, that's exactly how like that that twist ending like that made it like that's you didn't see that coming. And, you know, Emily just saw the plant part first, and she's like, oh, it's Groot. You know. 
And I'm like, <laughs> it's nah, good. it's animal, vegetable, mineral, man. And then she's like, <laughs> she goes, can that a real thing? She said, uh, can now you you're in the couch, please. Like, <laughs> now you're in divorce court. <laughs> I was like, I was on the couch, like standing up, and she's like, "Can you please not stand on the couch?" I didn't. She, she was like, "He's really high today." <laughs> Animal, mineral, vegetable, man—that's ridiculous. Well, that's the thing about me being high. I don't. I just chill. I don't have that energy like that. Oh, gotcha. I can get quiet. That's why I don't really do it before the show. That's look. That's that's Jay that gets excited when he gets high. Yeah. Tiger Claw Chad also says, "Uh, I'm sorry. Say that again, Jay." Oh, same, definitely. I get excited when I'm high. <laughs> Tyre Claw says, what's up, Fantastic Forum? A huge bombshell was just dropped today. Idris Elba is replacing Will Smith as Death Shot as Deadshot for Suicide Squad sequel. Comment aren't you happy? Is like, aren't you happy Deadshot they're not have to be black? Like, look, I feel like you know we, we should not treat people uh, uh, like people of nationalities as like all the same. Like, like Will Smith and Idris Elba don't like resemble each other like at all. No, <laughs> at, that, and that's like, like this, that, to me, this feels like they're looking at black people like interchangeable. Right, they're both like talented they actors. John and and Terrence Howard. Right, and it's like you know. Technically, you know, you got to find a black guy for for Rhodey, but you don't have to for Deadshot. Like, no, no. Like you could have picked if they made a white guy, in my opinion. That's true, but at the very least, Idris has the gravitas to really like pull him off. Yeah, he's just I gonna, get, yeah. He's just gonna play the cowboy from the tower. Right. Oh, from Dark Tower. Yeah. Was that movie any good? No. No. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Like I read like the the first book, and you know the book is is it's a little it's a little wild. It, I like the book. No, but you don't, because it's a western. No, I look, but it's like a, a like supernatural, like like what's it's not even supernatural. It's, it's like, like fantasy, like fantasy western, right? Yeah. So it's like I don't I don't have any problem with western elements. It's just sometimes it's like western stories don't always do it for me. Sometimes they do, but very seldom. But Larry, like that's a weird statement because pretty much all westerns are the same. Well, mm, like for instance, I liked Posse. Posse's not a typical western. Yeah, yeah, it is. No, it's not. I didn't even see Posse. Oh, it's a you, bunch well, of guys going out and killing people. But who are they killing? Like, like, I mean, if you tell me the exact plot, I can tell you like three other there was movies. Some that kind they... of revenge story. Right. Okay, that's one thing. Every almost every western has a revenge. Uh, story. Like, like does one of them not one. have a name? Does not one of them not have a name, or goes by many names? No, they all have names. Okay, <laughs> is one of the like is the revenge part like a twist at the end? No, like they don't the show. That to, like the main thing to know about Posse is that the people he went after, like the, his specific targets, he killed them with golden bullets. Because yeah. I don't remember exactly why he was doing that, but that was his main thing. Yeah, because you know he's he has a ton of money in the Wild West. <laughs> Are you talking about yeah, Posse, yeah. the the Posse movie with the black people or the seventy uh, five movie? Yeah, no, with the blacks. No. <laughs> Jay, when you say the blacks, I don't like it, Jay. I really don't. Like it makes it makes me feel it makes me feel like. You don't like black people? No, I like them. They're fine. Oh, see. I mean, most no, of the time. No. Oh, no, no, we're done. We're done. I'm suspending this line of conversation. The, uh, I'm looking at it. I, I looked it up. A group of mostly black infantrymen returned from the Spanish-American War with a cache of gold. They traveled to the West where their leader searches for the men who lynched his father. 
Yeah. 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that's because of racism. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, you know, that's the the plot for the searchers. It's not any worse than any other Western. Yeah. I can probably probably attest to that without even seeing it. And by now, I I wouldn't say any worse, but yeah. Because I I like... I I mean, there are some Westerns better than it, but... it pretty much is on the median. Like, it's an enjoyable yeah. Western, an enjoyable revenge Western. Like, yeah. And then I like Young Guns and Young Guns too, Which is like posse, but with white people. It is. Pretty much. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, and those two like, were good, though. And then yeah. they had that oh, cool yeah. Bon Jovi song, oh, and then he was in part stuff. two. Yeah. Yeah, no, those then, are good movies. Yeah, Blaze of Glory, man. That joint is yeah. so good. Such a good song. My God. And then um, I like I like um, uh, Tombstone. Yeah, that's a, well. I don't know. I I was gonna say that's. Like, I feel like Tombstone's like a different kind of western, but maybe it's not. Well, it's it's accurate. It's like historically accurate, right? All that happened. I, it's not historically accurate. Nah, it is like down it's to based the mustache. On, on historical people. It's not historical people, but they didn't do that. Like, like White Earp <laughs> was like the sheriff, but also the pimp. <laughs> No, he was that in the, in the movie it's, too. He he took over a casino. It's historically accurate, like like Untouchables. <laughs> he took over a casino, yeah. which back in those days doubled as brothels. So yeah, it, <laughs> look, Val Kilmer like died for a minute for that role. Like he actually went Did out he really? and he injected himself with tuberculosis and everything. That's not acting. No, that's that's like that's method. Yeah, that's a that's a myth. He didn't do that. Like, I wish he would have done method for Batman. <laughs> Val Kilmer actually gets a bad rap as Batman. He's not he's not nearly as bad of a Batman as people make him out to be. He's got, yeah, the, he's got the wrong mouth for Batman. It's the well, and he had a list, but uh <laughs> he had a list. The, it's just the bad director for the movie. Like not even bad yeah. director. It's just he just went about it bad. Like he he his whole exposure to Batman was only the sixties TV show. And he made mm-hmm. a modern movie about that. So if you look at it in that contest, they were great. Uh Margot Robbie and Idris Elba were in another movie not that long ago, right? I don't know. As, speaking on Idris Elba, Derek H says uh he's better than this. <laughs> He's definitely better than that movie, no question. Like, it's interesting because I'm like, the mood, like, they could make a good Suicide Squad movie with those two people at the helm, like, you know, like, as the leads, but it would be completely different than what the first one, like, the tone and everything. Well, I mean, it depends on how you look at it, right? Because there's obviously, there's already at this point a sense of expectation. And, like, you know, for someone like myself who was just like, I didn't like this movie, that's great for me, but I think most people, because, you know, Suicide Squad was a, a success, you know, to to the degree that DC movies can be successes, right? Academy Award or winning. At, <laughs> but it's like, it was a, a success for its time. It's like, uh, you know, you don't want to alienate that audience by bringing them a completely different movie, potentially. I do. Well, yeah, but you're not a movie executive, Joe. You're not a movie executive, think. Or you know how, you know, you've seen the decisions they've made. I don't think anybody at Warner Brothers is going to be like, yeah, we should totally, like, just flip it on them. <laughs> you know, make make a completely different movie with a, a completely different tone. You know, it, it, would, it would be a better movie, in my opinion. But, again, I'm only one person. It worked for Batman. No, but Batman did, like, reboots, you mean, right? Like, not, like, a, you know, it would be like, imagine if the first movie in the Nolan series was like Batman and Robin and then you did like an actual Nolan like then you do the Dark Knight like people would be like what happened that's, <laughs> right? that's, like, that's exactly what happened <laughs> well they actually went back to that because Ben Affleck was that Batman <laughs> 
he was the the Batman and Robin Batman. Yeah, because they even they even allude to his fight with the Penguin. Wait, but why do you feel like it's that Batman? Just because? Because those are the Keaton Batmans too. They're not reboots. Uh, I, I I hear what you're saying. Like, yeah, all those like all those different people that like Clooney and Kilmer and and Keaton. That's all supposed to be the same Batman. Yeah, I hear that, but but that's not the Nolan Batman. It's not, but it's Ben Affleck. But but Ben but Ben Affleck is the the Keaton Batman, not the not the Nolan one. Right. How do you know he's just not a separate one altogether? Because they allude to Batman Returns. Hmm. Because of the penguin. Yeah. See, I don't know, man. I'm not like I don't know if that penguin reference is strong enough on its own. To be All right. Like, yeah, well, you know, when they said that, they played the the music from Batman Returns. That's fair. Yeah, but then they also That's played fair. the music from the animated series. That's the same Batman too. They're all just one Batman, the except guy, for Nolan. Same composer. Yeah. That's yeah, but it's also the same Batman. Like the animated series is the Michael Keaton one. Really? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay. I mean, hey, I like. Okay. That's interesting. It's not that interesting. That well, <laughs> you know, that's Larry. That's Larry. Like he, he's not saying word anymore because you know. No, no. And I, he's not I, saying it is what it is anymore. And he's not saying word. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I am not saying it is what it is anymore because I I disagree with that statement. I t- I've been telling you that for ten years. I know. And you were right the whole time, Mo. I just wanted on the record that I was right. I mean, everybody. <laughs> look, there's stranger <laughs> no things that happened than I, I, me being right. Everybody was like, wait, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, like uh, somebody posted on Facebook today, oh, uh, a meme saying, oh, I'm just happy. I'm just trying to be happy now. I'm in a stage of life where I'm just trying to be happy now. If you believe one plus one is five, then it's true for you. I'm happy. I'm like, I commented. I, I couldn't stay silent. I'm like, you know what? That's how evil wins. That is. <laughs> You're right. Oh, oh. Word. Uh, <laughs> Tiger Claw said in chat says Will Smith can always go to Marvel. I'm sure they would love to have him on board, right? I'm not sure that's true, right? Does, does, what, what Marvel character could Will Smith play? Well, in it's the not MCU that. They don't want to. They don't want to shell out money for him. That's true too. But I'm just saying, like, I don't even know that there's somebody for him to be. He could be Cyclops or Bishop. You better stop. You both of you better stop it. Like that. Like that dude should not be Bishop, and sure as hell shouldn't be Cyclops. He could be Blackwing. You know, Blackwing was Blackwing. Blackwing is handsome beak, like depowered beak. Was Beak black? I thought Beak was a white guy. No, it, but it, look, clearly it doesn't matter because that shot was a white guy. Not His really name right. was Floyd Lawton. Like how much more? Like fifties. Uh, back when America was great, can you get? I mean, I feel like like it, it's interesting, right? Because does Marvel do? Marvel doesn't really do a lot of race swapping for its heroes, huh? Only the villains. Only the villains and the friends. Oh yeah, yeah. You know the the funny thing is the first person that came to mind when I was like, who could Will Smith play? Was triathlon. Like Will Smith could be triathlon. He could do Mister Sinister. Joe, what is wrong with you? What? Yeah, Why he could be Mr. X Men people. Oh, oh they race swap. They, they technically race swap Domino, right? Well, but that's not MCU. Oh, okay, yeah. It is now. Well, uh, yeah. in June, yeah. It's well, like we don't know because they might recast her. 
for the, the next one. Right. So Will Smith is going to be Domino? Is that Say what? what? Is Will Smith going to be Domino? Is that what Mo's suggesting? That's what Mo's suggesting. Will Smith is Domino. I think that the only person that we can say for certain probably they wouldn't uh, recast is probably Ryan Reynolds. Like like Ryan Reynolds, you could probably pre- pretty safely say that he would be the Well, they probably the have Deadpool. to recast Cable too, right? Wouldn't I don't that, know. Wouldn't that be like a... Like a like an ultimate Deadpool move where he's wearing the 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 outfit the whole movie and it's it's Ryan Reynolds' voice, but then at the end he takes off the mask and it's Will Smith. <laughs> right? See, like a, that just sounds like a waste of money. <laughs> like the best, I I think that you know I mean you you should keep Ryan Reynolds because all the fourth wall stuff would be amazing like all the references that he would be able to have in regards to like what was the universe he was in versus what is the universe he's in now I mean it, it's better to do that with Ryan Reynolds as opposed to not what they should do is get when he comes back is get Tom Cruise to cameo as Ryan Reynolds as like as Deadpool for a little bit why? Because yeah. Lo- Lo- Loki turned him into de- into Tom Cruise at one point. No one's gonna get that. It doesn't matter. Look, Lawrence doesn't even get that, and you just said it. I'm I, I'm like, wait, Loki turned Deadpool into Tom Cruise? Yeah. In the Deadpool, the first Deadpool movie? No. In the comics, what what are we a show about? I look. I'm try- I'm trying to figure out what what you all are talking. I'm about. trying to figure out if you need to drink more or less. More probably. So in the comic, Loki turned. Uh, <laughs> wait, Loki turned who into Deadpool? He just turned Deadpool into Tom Cruise. Yeah. And what? And that was in a Deadpool comic book? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Nah, like, that's a deep reference. I agree. Like, I don't... Well, it's not deep. It's just, it happened before the movie was announced, so... <laughs> Oh, got it. Because, you know, after the movie was announced, everybody's an expert. Right. You know, there was a time where any Deadpool reference was a deep reference. And it wasn't that long ago, Larry. You know that. I agree. It wasn't that long ago. I I was reading somewhere, just some comments where one guy was... uh, was saying that he, whenever he saw a Deadpool cosplayer, he would say, "Hey, it's Spider Man." And if they would tell him something like, "Oh, that's the wrong comic. I'm I'm someone else." Then he would just flip them off and be like, "You don't read, you don't read comics, motherfucker." <laughs> I don't know if that's a true story or not, but I like to think it is. And also have a have a new plan for my comic comic experience. I was like, I I get that reference. <laughs> yeah, anybody that reads Deadpool comics should get it, even if it's only been in the last four or five years. I get that reference. <laughs> Word exactly. That's our segue um, to the next segment. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. So there look. was a ta- there was talk in chat that um watch him who's it that the Men in Black is a Marvel comic, which it wasn't. It was a Malibu comic. It became Marvel yeah. only because they owned Malibu, but it never got yeah. incorporated. Yeah. That would be an interesting kind of uh So it's funny cuz they tell Tiger Claw that it is and he goes, "Yeah." And then he t- chimes in with Men in Black was from Air Cell Comics, comma Malibu Comics. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what it says on the wiki. Then all of a sudden he wasn't. It would be interesting to see like what a modern day Malibu reboot would look like. I mean, you saw, uh, well, you saw an adaptation in uh, in Thor Ragnarok. How so? The chick that was the right hand man for the Jeff Goldblum's character. Uh huh. She's a Malibu character. I think she was an Ultra Force. Uh. What was her name? What? Topaz. Yeah, Topaz. Tyrkaz a Topaz expert. I remember he was all over chat that day. I don't even remember that topaz. Hmm. Okay. 
So, uh, cool. I guess we should do our first review. Yeah. Should we start with The Promised Neverland? Yeah, you're hosting. Yeah. Just say it. Jay. shall be done. So, The Promised Neverland is an anime uh, currently running. It's set in the year 2045, and it takes place at an orphanage with 38 children. Emma, Ray, and Norman are the smartest ones who always pass all their tests, and the others are not as smart as them. So, it basically <laughs> starts out with one of the children getting adopted, a girl by the name of Connie. And so, there are two rules at this orphanage, which is set in the middle of a field by a forest. One is don't leave the compound or don't go by the wall surrounding the compound and don't go by the gate out of the compound. Well, when Connie's adopted, she forgets her stuffed rabbit and Emma goes to take it to her and she finds out that basically getting adopted is a terrible thing and it's very dark and bad. So she goes back to the orphanage and tries to plan a way to secretly train all of the kids to run away. Secretly train all the kids to run away instead of staying at the orphanage and getting adopted? Right. And why is being adopted a bad thing? Well, that's part of the mystery. Oh, okay. Well, okay, basically they get eaten. By what? Or that by demons. What? <laughs> okay. Okay. Sounds fun. I know. <laughs> Like, okay. it, it really is like out of all the horror anime i've been watching recently this one really nails the tone like it has a great tone amazing atmosphere the lighthearted moments aren't are like they're a little over the top but they're appropriate like they do kind of like ease up off the tension of all the death and uh yeah it's interesting the characters are great um, it's interesting seeing how their work, their minds work. The three uh, main children, Emma, Ray, and Norman, they're all like geniuses. And so it's like interesting watching them try to plan, make their plans and figure out how to leave and how to get everyone trained so that everyone can leave. Like it, it's pretty interesting. And what is it uh, streaming on? It is on, uh, I've been watching it on uh, Verve. Okay. Which I believe she roll. Yeah, cool. Does um how I guess how many episodes of it? Um, it's I think seven in right now. Uh, the season's gonna be twelve. Okay, and it comes out. It comes out like once a week. Yes. And how many episodes and, have you and, seen? Uh, I'm current, so You're like current? seven. Yeah, it's good. How? how uh, uh, actually, I'm sorry. I don't know what question I was about to ask. <laughs> you left me that quick. I apologize. <laughs> Well, oh, so I know what it was. What is, like, do they have, because it's, it's, all right, so seven episodes, is it just, like, each episode has its own little arc, I'm sure, right? Um, no, I wouldn't say that. So it's all training to escape? Yes. It's like, they have to train to escape, they have to keep it a secret from uh, the person running the orphanage, they call her mother. Um, yeah, they have to, like, train, they have to keep a secret, they have to plan, come up with contingencies. Um, they have a, at one point, a second caretaker comes in, and they have to deal with her, they have to root out any spies that are working for mother. It's called all just kind of like a whole process of everything happening. Is there... A a point that they kind of you understand what the title's about or they reference the title the promised neverland yeah mm, i don't think so okay is like a, a peter pan reference i don't believe so i mean they're all children so yeah. 
They can never grow up because they get eaten. Yeah, so it is, <laughs> yeah, it is kind of like a, a Peter Pan thing. It's just a little more dark and twisted. At least, I mean, not that I've seen it or anything, but it just that's what that's <laughs> right. what it says to me. Yeah, indeed. So, how many like kid kebabs would you give it out of five? Kid kebabs. Wow. <laughs> um, I would say four and a half. Like as much as I love, like as much as I'm cool with like some of the lighter moments, I would not have minded if a couple of them were toned back a little. So like so far, it's near perfect. Great tone, everything. Just the lighthearted moments, I would maybe have dropped back a smidge. Like, it's interesting. Most of them come from the second caretaker that gets called on. Mm -hmm. And she's not around anymore. So, she left. She she got a promotion to dead. (laughs) (laughs) What? Jeez. Okay, I'm going to have to pay for verb. Because I got to see this for myself. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It does sound interesting. Okay. See, there, there Larry goes again. I, I really meant that. I don't... <laughs> like... I would definitely <laughs> recommend it. Like, especially, I know lately I've been trying to get into, like, good horror anime. And this is definitely good. Unlike some others I actually I ended up watching that were, like, kind of bleh. Which one was the one that you saw that was bleh? Um, Angels of Death. I like it. <laughs> Like, it's, like a good premise. it's a good premise where basically this girl is in a building and every built every floor has a killer and so she's trying to escape floor by floor with like and evade the killers that come after her oh i love it but, that sounds like clock tower three to me right well she has a friend helping her oh, that's um cool. and it's kind of based on like after the first floor she kind of wants to die and so the first serial killer she escaped from ends up uh, uh, going around like hanging out with her and like she promises to help him escape if he promises to kill her and so it's like they're trying to subvert like certain tropes but all they do is like they don't subvert as much as they just do the opposite and it comes off as like really cheesy to me and that isn't to say there aren't some good moments in the anime it's just overall kind of just doesn't work and it's even more disappointing because I actually do like the premise. And, like, there's a little bit of mystery to how she ended up in this building. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it, even though I will say I am going to finish watching it just because I do want to know what the mystery is of how she got there. But it's done really weakly, in my opinion. Wait, so just so what happens or the twist comes is that she asked the killer to kill to or the killer asked her for help to get out of the of the building and she's like i'll do it but you have to kill me at the end right oh okay so why are they in the building that's That's part of the mystery right and i haven't gotten (laughs) to that part yet why why wouldn't she just let why wouldn't she just go to the next level and let that killer kill her like why do the extra work because they're doing kind of like a romance like it's kind of a subversion of a romantic romantic anime so it's like she's the first killer he dealt with and so now they like have this bond it's it's yeah it's pretty lame but yeah because it's like a romantic thing because they do get to like one of the floors and she's like uh jack's the only one that can kill me or something like stupid shit (laughs) 
So, and this is on Verve too? Yes. Which I watch. think that's also through Funimation, or not Funimation. I think that's also through Country Roll, but I'd have to double check. It might be High Dive. I watched something on Verve not too long. Well, it was pretty long ago. It was a Gary and his Demons. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen that, but it looks interesting. Oh, it's hilarious and good. Okay. That's the one about the aging demon hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. pretty funny. Yeah, it's funny, especially because there's not to go into a review of that, but there's there's an episode where it's like Thanksgiving dinner, and he goes, but he's a demon hunter that works for a demon hunting agency, but he's the chosen one. Like, imagine if there was a whole bureaucracy around Buffy, you know, and mm-hmm. they're just waiting. You know, he's the best, so he doesn't die, so the next one doesn't get activated. And then they wanted him to retire, but until the next one gets activated, like, he has to die. So he has to train a bunch of people to, like, replace him, but he just wants to retire, and they won't let him. Yep. So <laughs> he does that, and that's that's his career. You know, he wears a suit and tie to work and everything, clocks in, clocks out. And then, um, you know, he goes to dinner with his family, and then his family's all, like, gaga over his, like, older brother, who's like the top like accountant for some firm and they, they, they have all his trophies and he's just like are you serious like i literally saved the world like on a weekly basis it's not a daily basis and that was that like it's just it's shit like that that makes it so good but yeah oh, that's nice. just one episode of it and i didn't pay for verse so i can't see the rest but i'm gonna i've been meaning to so. <laughs> no i've been meaning to because there's a lot of stuff i want to watch on there it has a lot of content and uh and they have shutter on there too but ver yeah i mean joe brings it up like once a month and then like when he wasn't on i kept bringing it up because i kept saying i wish joe was here so he could teach me how to pay for it so i mean right you should remember but we established early on that you know remember stuff that doesn't pertain to you oh geez way to make me sound super selfish (laughs) it's like it's like this bull's a mad solipsist. He's just like, oh, anything that's not pertaining to me, barely real. Barely real. I, I always love to paint Larry as this, like, horrible person, but because he's the exact opposite. <laughs> so it's hilarious. I don't, I don't know if I can say I'm the exact opposite, but I, I don't know if I'm that bad. <laughs> well, no, it's like when, like when I, you know, I say that you explain things condescendingly. Right, right. Like, it's totally not the case. You just make sure that whoever you're, – you're a good communicator because – you want whoever you're talking to to understand it, except for when you're telling people to watch TV shows. That's it. Yeah. It's time to watch TV shows. I'm like, I don't care. So, Promise Neverland, huh? Yeah. yeah, definitely a four and a half out of five. It's damn near perfect. Wow. Is it gory? And- <laughs> no. Um, well, it's all no. training, he said. It would be nice, but no, nah, it's, it's not gory. Um, So far, like seven episodes in we've only had like two two deaths and one broken leg like it really is like mostly just training planning plotting suspense kids getting in the rooms they're not supposed to be in uh, watching out for this other caretaker and wondering what her deal is um it's interesting like uh there's one scene which 
has like uh, two of the kids are in the woods and one comes back and uh, uh, she because uh, they lost the other one in the forest and so the caretaker pulls out this like compass and goes like she like pulls it out opens it up and like goes and gets the child right away and it's basically like her message because she knows some the, she knows who someone's trying to plot to get out but she doesn't know who so that was okay. basically her message to whoever it was that she could find them at any time and so now they know this and now they have to try to figure out how and like how to work around it so like there's a lot of that kind of thing going on yeah it sounds it does sound good. I mean, it sounds like interesting kind of story, and it sounds like it has a certain amount of uh, psychological thrills to it. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And what was the other one called? The one that was like Clock Tower? Angels of Death. Yeah. I'm gonna watch that. <laughs> you should watch them both. Um, my time is too valuable. No, <laughs> I mean, if I can, I will, but I, I like the idea of the, although until you told me the romance part, but I don't know, I'll still check it out. Yeah, like I said, conceptually, it's it's great. I just hate it. I just hate the execution. Yeah. And interestingly enough, the floor that they had left when uh, the last episode I watched, the that particular floor was actually really good because the person in charge like had like a bunch of puzzles and traps, and I like that. Except they were too a little too simple. But you know, time constraints and whatever. Yes. But floor four was interesting. Okay. But then. And I don't know how, yeah, just not enough to like get me to hook me into this terrible execution. I, uh, I actually like horror manga better than horror anime. Oh, yeah, horror manga is great. Um, just... especially like there's a there's a look that you just can't duplicate in anime, yeah, like when you're looking at a horror manga. Like, and I, I show Lawrence this video where a guy is comparing the Junji Ito collection to the horror manga yeah. that it's inspired by. And when you actually look at like the actual drawings, yeah, everyone is like horrifying, and they, well. They just can't capture it in the anime, but yeah, like looking at those frames, and he's just showing like specific frames, like specific monsters, specific express, like uh, that one dude, the clown, Shinoichi or whatever, yeah. has the uh, curses and everything. He actually looks evil and intimidating in the manga because of how he's drawn, and you just that doesn't come off at all in the anime. And because uh, I was reading recently, Tomy, like oh, Amazon Tomie? has this. Yeah, Tomy. They have a, yeah, a huge. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, they have a huge collection on, on Amazon for Kindle. Mm -hmm. So I got that. And that is awesome. Yeah, she's she's just so evil. Like, she's kind of fun, too. Well, it's kind of like there's some innocence to her evil, too. At least at first, that you know, kind of makes it creepier. It's the one story, and because I, I read them out of order, uh -huh. and so like one of the stories I uh, read is the one where she has the harem uh-huh and like that is just pure evil like she's not like not like a mean spirity evil but she's definitely evil yeah like read that one no the one i only read one of them but it was the one where uh where they first kill her and she comes back and she kind of doesn't know she might or might not know that she's dead and she just goes with it and continues living her life and everybody around her is just creeped out and then you know they're getting their due you know yeah like the harem one 
actually delves deeper into or that aspect of her is explored a lot in the harem one okay. i mean a lot of them do kind of explore but if you and i wish i could remember the actual title of that story yeah. but yeah that like it uh yeah it goes into like she gets a harem and you know she like fucks with them for a while but she knows they're gonna kill her because everyone that she hangs out with becomes so obsessed with her that they kill her and she's kind of just in it for the ride and she like this one guy who's like married um and like he loves his wife and everything and she tries to get him like she's purposely trying to like seduce him and get him to worship her and try to end up killing her she's not nice and her what? hair is i'm sorry what was the name of what's the name of that one that you told me okay I, I found out about her Ito collection. The OVA I heard that they were planning was supposed to be Tomie. Oh, all right. We'll see how that goes. Right. <laughs> I want so, all his wait. penis. <laughs> Hilarious. I hit the wrong button. My bad. <laughs> what was the button you're trying to hit? Word. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, caller, you are the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. Tell the people who you are, where you're calling from, and what do you want to talk about? Word. I'm Hecht. <laughs> I come from a land called Michael's Crafts. <laughs> oh, you live there now, huh? Yeah, pretty much. They pay me, so I live there. There it is. I want to talk about the delightful deals at Michael's. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a Jehovah's Witness. There it is. <laughs> I don't like even know how they sound. I never it. opened the door. Your 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 comic book dioramas. Yeah, you all your crafting at, at make Michael's. a great diorama. There you go. And I'm sure we'll be getting the Shazam pops soon enough. Yeah. They sell pop Michaels too. Yeah, oh, they sell, dude, they sell pops everywhere. I got know. Hot Wheels now. Hot we got Wheels. Hot Wheels and Legos since uh, November. Yeah. What do you craft with those? Nothing. Legos. You just look I mean, at them. <laughs> I mean, if if you actually buy Legos over there, because a dude was asking on prices today, and there was like a $72 Disney Lego set. What the hell are you building for $72? A castle. Maleficent? No, just a castle. Like for $72, Maleficent better come to life and give me a blowjob. <laughs> like you don't want that. You're asking too much. That's not Angelina Jolie. Hey, you know what? No, that's the dragon form. I'm just holding it's onto the still, horns, so I don't, you know, I don't need to see the face. It's still Angelina Jolie, which is not the same. I heard they had to cast her baby in that movie because all the other babies would scream at her. <laughs> no, it's what? true. The The little kid that she interacts with is her daughter because apparently she was too scary for, for all other little kids. <laughs> That's a story you tell way later. Costume is scary, right? No, I mean she's got giant horns, but yeah, it's not. Uh, I can't even imagine. Baby, I I think they just she probably pinched it so that she could get a second paycheck for the kid. Angelina Jolie pinches babies to get her own kid a job. Yeah, it's Hollywood nepotism. Look, she look, she's playing a villain, so method. Really sad if that was true. We'll, we'll never know until for, years later when HBO makes a docu- documentary. It could be some like PR spin just to like you know she's like I only do it if you cast my baby you know and they didn't want to paint her like that so they just say oh all the kids were scared of the costume so like the baby is like uh like what you call it's parrot yeah cockatoo I'm sorry it's not a parrot right it's a, it's a chihuahua in some movies and a parrot in other movies. 
the hell are you two oh, talking about? Yeah, he had a so <laughs> when I Mickey was in Rourke? Film, yeah, Mickey Rourke. When I was in film school, there was a movie where I man, I forgot the movie, but when they said Mickey Rourke was supposed to be in it, and then he didn't do it because he he wanted to hold a chihuahua. And the director of the movie actually was teaching the class, and he's like, "Yeah, I, I didn't want him to. I didn't want him to have a chihuahua." There was a whole thing. He got in a fight with the director. Everything. He got fired, and they had to recast somebody else. Then the movie ended up not doing as good, and and the guy didn't do as good a job. And he's like, "I I should have just given him a fucking chihuahua." Then Once Upon a Time in Mexico comes out, and he's holding the fucking chihuahua <laughs> in Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Wow. But, and then the chihuahua nice. died, and he switched to the bird. And then but I was saying, a chihuahua makes more sense than Once Upon a Time in Mexico, right? How dare I you? Mean, it, it, uh, he <laughs> doesn't need to be holding about. an animal at all, like... Really? No, like, I, I agree with you. Like, you but, know, yeah. I don't yeah, like where this racist talk is going. He just, <laughs> uh, he, he wanted to have his chihuahua with him in that movie, and the guy said no, and then his movie ended up not being, you know. Yeah. The, that performance, that actor, he wanted Mickey Rourke, couldn't get Mickey Rourke without the chihuahua. He didn't want to get, he didn't, you know, they were at an impasse, and, and he went the other way. I wish I remembered. Like the chihuahua would have been more out of place if it was like The Matrix, you know, right? <laughs> that would have made chihuahua that movie so much better. Glass. It was actually Beverly Hills Chihuahua that he <laughs> that he wanted to be in. No, I, I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I guess. I, yeah, Matrix would definitely with a Chihuahua would have been a lot weirder. But he got his Chihuahua, and he, you know, in the other movies, he got the the parakeet or whatever the fuck. Now I want to see like the Matrix with a Chihuahua in it, just to kind of feel. No, like I'm, I'm ready for the I'm ready for the re the remake. Me too. What, should Should they remake the Matrix? I mean, they're gonna. Someday. But they should have. Ah. <laughs> like, wouldn't the Matrix be better off just having like a continuation? I think like, that's what it is, but it's with like a whole new cast. It could be the same cast. Like, why not just do either the next iteration of the Matrix or... Well, I guess you... Yeah, I guess you have to do the next iteration. I thought... you don't... I thought that's what the John Wick's movies were. Because wasn't... Doesn't Neo, like, put away his guns because the war's over and then gets a dog? No, 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 no. Ooh, John Wick with a chihuahua. Is it a a chihuahua? No, he had... Well, he had a... a, What is it? A schnauzer and what? No, the... What was the first dog? It was like a, a little hound, right? Like a basset yeah, hound? Yeah, it was a hound dog. Wait, does something. he lose a dog yeah. each movie? Well, yeah. the first movie is because they killed the dog. Right. Like, that's why he went on a killing spree. And then he got the dog in the second one. And then I haven't seen the second one. Oh, because there's the so, third one coming out. So, man, this guy's right. going through a so lot I of dogs. they killed the pit bull from the, the end of the first one. Well, at a certain I don't point. Think so. at, at I just saw the point, second one on TV the other day. Like, it was funny because everybody was trying to tell me to watch John Wick, and then I'm like, ah, I, I don't know. Like, it's just him shooting. Like, I seen The Matrix, and I like it. And he, don't get me wrong. <laughs> like, I like him shooting stuff, but you gotta, if it's just him shooting shit, like, you gotta tell me more than that. And then they go, well, he went on a killing spree because somebody killed his dog. He's like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take two. Yeah. I Yeah. <laughs> I bought four tickets. It was just two of us going. <laughs> yeah. Got to put, put your feet up. Well, I got two dogs. 
And then, yeah, the second one I haven't seen because nobody's told me that they killed the dog again and he gets mad again. I don't think he, they killed his dog in that one. Basically, the second one happens because there was a guy who had a marker for him that he didn't, uh, he basically didn't call it in because he wanted to retire. Uh-huh. But that killing spree it basically got him back in the game. So he calls in the, the marker. Oh, okay. And then he does it and then he goes after that guy because it was like yeah. someone important to him. Yeah. Yeah, I might see that. And then they have a dog go after him. Comes full circle. <laughs> I miss playing games where I had a dog. Play Fallout. Uh-oh. I mean, yeah, I played that, but I want to play a new game that has a dog in it. You don't get a dog in Red Dead? Well, I'm not no. playing that. You get a horse. The Walking Dead oh, has a dog in it. What has a dog in it? The Walking Dead. Yeah, but I start from the final season. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not playing that. You should. There's a dog in it. It's too scary. It what kills zombies. The dog kills zombies? Yeah. yeah. Dogs kill zombies. The dog's like a the disease? I'm not sure what no. the it's like a pet bull pit bull or something. Or bull yeah, I'm not good with dogs, but it's like one of those big ones that can like crush your skull right, why in it? its mouth. It's probably like a, a bull mastiff or something. Why doesn't the zombie why doesn't why doesn't the dog get the zombie disease? Well it depends on what like lore you're talking about, but most of them only affect humans. I think uh um, Walking Dead it only affects humans. Yeah. And I, that's like Night of the Living Dead like kinda so I think that which that only game, affects humans too. That game Resident Evil is like one of the few where you actually see a dog that's been Yeah, animals and plants and cuz it's a mutation in that that affects all living things. Right. The T virus. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Anybody play that remake of the second game of Resident Evil 2? Not yet. I do plan on playing it, but I haven't played it yet. I wonder if I could do it in one sitting again. (laughs) You ain't got that kind of time. You don't. Well, I mean, I did it overnight back in the day. Yeah, back in the day, you also didn't have a wife and two dogs. And a business. No, but they all sleep. And a show to pre-produce. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, Dead to Rights used to have a dog. I remember that. Oh, Kingdom Heart, Kingdom Hearts three. Goofy's by his side. Well, Goofy isn't no, he a dog? No, but he doesn't know how to sit. So you get a you get a dog and a duck. Yeah, <laughs> two dogs. I think Pluto's in there too. No, not in three. What did they kill Pluto? Well, he's they he's he's a, a a dwarf dog now. The fuck, I mean, I don't know. It was a planet joke. Oh, jeez. That was rough, Oz. Yeah, I know. I regretted it halfway through, but I had already started, so I'm going to power through like, and get down. I've committed. Yeah. I'm like a Fuck dwarf dog. I hate that and game. That's where you're going to end up a headline, I mean, an opening act for Alex Jones. Uh, Duplex <laughs> says, uh, in Wargroove, one of your commanders is a dog. Oh, that's true. Uh, DC Nate says, I think there's a dog in Fallout 3, isn't there? 3 and 4. 3 and 4, yeah. Same dog too. Yeah, motherfucker went from from DC to to where's Forest Boston, I guess. Yeah, well, I yeah. guess that's not that far. I mean, for a dog with no purpose, yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, wasteland. I mean, plus I mean, I, you would think he would have gotten a pack by then. There's a dog in Skyrim too. Yeah, I gotta play that. They have that on the Switch now too. So across thirty carts, I've been buying too many games on the Switch. <laughs> Are you playing them all? Because it's not too many if you're actually playing them. <laughs> well, He's one not I'm not. Well, yeah, one I'm not playing at all. It's called the uh, detention. It's a uh, it's a, a horror. It's a horror game. The Korean, yeah, yeah. It looks that really, good. Like about the really good. It's a Korean horror game. Yeah, oh. you know, you know how Korean horror goes. 
But I, I can only play. I can only play that. <laughs> it's kind of like Japanese horror. <laughs> yeah, but 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 more disturbing. I'm like, yeah. I have no idea. I have no idea what Korea, what distinguishes Korean horror from any other type of horror. Like I was like, um, oh. a little again, more sounds horror. racist. A little more. But you know Japanese horror. Racist. Yes, Japanese horror. I'm familiar with. Yeah, yeah but Korean of, horror is like Japanese horror. See, without isn't that like, more racist. Well, no. <laughs> to say that, Korean horror is just like Japanese horror. Like well, the that's, like, that's like comparing the foods, food. though. Like, Well, I mean, obviously they have like a similar, uh, you know, like because, re- you know, because of some of the similarities in the culture, there's right. there's, there's some similarities, you know, it, but. And, and that's why horror is the same way. Is that why? Okay. Yeah, yeah. because it's cultural influences and mythologies and lores and, and superstitions that, that have different names, but kind of are the same thing you know the only thing is they do more uh they do tend to try to add like they have more comedy horror than japan yeah like the host is part comedy and they also do like a little more satire i thought the host was korean yeah that's what i'm saying oh okay they do like more comedy which like the korean tend to do like also do like horror comedy, satirical comedy, or satirical horror, in addition so, to just standard horror. Big so Man in chat the- says, Big Man in chat says Fable 2 has a dog, and <clears throat> don't remind me. <laughs> you played a lot of Fable 2, didn't you? Oh yeah, man, my dog, my dog gave his life for me in Fable 2, and then he haunted the areas that I still needed to a dog uh, to complete those those quests. So it's like one day out of nowhere, I'm just completing all these random quests after I beat the game, you know, and then I just see a paw on the map and I'm like, why is my dog all the way over there? And I went and it was a ghost dog. And then I activated the mission. We fought the mission together in, you know, he was haunting the areas that I still needed the dog for. Wait, the RIP. There's a ghost dog in that game? Well, I don't complete those missions before completing the game. And at the end of the game, he gave his life. So that I wouldn't die with the final boss. Like, he took Spoiler. the bullet for me. And then, well, it's only if you treat your dog a certain way. Oh. You know? So, oh, so you would my, kick it all the time? Huh? So you would kick it all the time so it commit suicide? No, actually, I actually nurtured it. And that's why, like, when it came to, like, to, you know, I was about to get killed by the villain. Like, the dog took the hit. Like, he jumped in, in, in front of that, the between me and the bad guy and then got killed. What a good boy. Yeah. Dude. Larry, I'm glad Larry doesn't remember <laughs> because I had a, a drunken cry about it. I don't, I don't remember that. Yeah, isn't it great? I love your <laughs> shitty memory. <laughs> but yeah, and then yeah, so then out of nowhere, I'm just playing it, playing it, playing it, and then boom, I see the, you know, there's a mission that needs a dog, and I don't have a dog, and then boom, I see, I, I walk a little further, and there's the ghost dog in it. So we beat the fuck out of those trolls. Me and my ghost dog. I would say that was a better way to play it because uh, you have a ghost dog. You know what? It gave me closure, and then I didn't have to go <laughs> play the game anymore. <laughs> and now it's resting on the shelf at GameStop. No, fuck that! It's right here in my in my. <laughs> Look, I'm he's, he's got he's got a little urn <laughs> where he put the ashes. I'm about to go have a good try right now. And there's a little paw in the urn. <laughs> Hilarious. But yeah, I it, it, I agree because I have there's games I have on my Switch that I'm not playing yet either, and I'm just like I need to play those games. I will, I think I, I think I will, but 
Well, you got two more Pokemon games coming out, so. I don't play Pokemon. Charge, charge, what? What? I don't. Oh, Mo, wow. Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Eevee's a dog. <laughs> the only Pokemon game I ever tried was, uh, I did like yellow when the N64 came out because you bring the, the, uh, whatchamacallit in there, the, Oh, you put them in the a stadium? arena? Yeah. And so I played a little bit of it to kind of see if it worked the way that it was supposed to work. Like, I bought the bundle and all that. I played it, like, for maybe, like, a level, and I was like, ah, this isn't for me. I'm not a Pokemon guy. <laughs> you know what was a good game? Pokemon Coliseum. That's that's the one, isn't it? Yeah, that's the yeah, one that Col- you would hook up to to the yellow and transfer your Pokemon the in there. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. And yeah, I, I was like, I mean, it was technologically, it was amazing. But I was just like, I don't give a damn about Pokemon. <laughs> well, it was still a good game. Not Yellow, Coliseum. I don't know about Yellow. I never played it. It's, that's the original Pokemon, right? Uh, like, it's the one. With, no, the, the original. Oh, well, it's not the original, but I'm thinking it's, it's the Pokemon like after Red and Blue, right? So it yeah. has both. Which, look, I never played it, none of them. It's the same as Red, Red or Blue, except you get a little Pikachu that follows you around. Yeah. Like, it's literally the, oh, the exact same game. In fact, follow you with the other two? No. no. In fact, Red and Blue oh. were the exact same game, except they had like a different legendary at the end. No, so, they right. had also I mean, they also had different Pokemon throughout the game. Not that good? different. There was like maybe ten that were in one game and not the other. Hey, look, in a game that makes you catch all one fifty, ten is is a difference. Not if you difference. have a friend. I didn't have That's friends. Right. So I bought true. both. Like <laughs> I bought blue and red. And then you trade them to I yourself? Tra- Joe. I trade them with myself, yeah. <laughs> that's sad. And now, like, and with the Switch, because right, I have Let's Go Eevee, and that's just, like, it's yellow, but, like, 20 years later. So you deal with the characters from the old one now in the future, and then you could transfer the stuff that you caught on your iPhone. You could transfer them to your Switch. Oh, that that reminds me on... Pokemon Go, we gotta we gotta trade a Pokemon. I need to get this goddamn quest done. Yeah, but you can only, you gotta trade it when you get here. Like no, I got internet. What do you mean I gotta trade it when I get there? No, I think it's a proximity thing. No, so be a, it, no? it no. Well, I hit now? the button and it it says it's trying to connect <laughs> with you. I can't log in. I updated it and it's not logging in anymore. This conversation is getting hostile. I know. <laughs> hey, we're on a, a a video game network, so. This is video yeah. game talk. Wait, are oh, you able to log into yours? Yeah, I logged into mine. Right no now? pro. Hmm. Maybe it just hates me. You're, you're not an elite trainer like me. <laughs> That's what it is. No, what's weird is every... Oh, never mind. What were you going to say? No, because all my friends on it were... Their faces were blacked out, but then it loaded up. Oh, okay. Are you trying to say everybody had blackface? No. They're just, <laughs> hey, they're just within the loading their sprites. Yeah. It's about so, equality. <laughs> So let's uh, go ahead and dip into Age of X-Men, Prisoner X, number one. So this book is... This book, this book came out today, right? Yeah. Okay. And it is a tie-in to the Age of X-Men uh, series. Event. Crossover yeah. event. And L- Larry, I guess you're the X-Men dude. So th- it, I did, did stuff lead up to this? Yeah, I mean, well, okay, let's put it like, let me put it like this. And as as it relates to um, Prisoner X, which I haven't read, but from what I know, the only thing that led up to Prisoner X was the Age of X-Men Alpha that I had us, that we reviewed. Because that's when Bishop got caught and yeah. actually went, and went well, to, went to the, the facility, like, 
or they captured him to take him to the facility. We don't but, see him actually go and all that, but that's what I'm assuming happens in, in this book. Right. Well, no, here you just see him, like, getting processed and being in jail. Right. Yeah, but there's flashbacks in here to stuff that may or may not have happened in 616. Yeah, I don't think, like, I. well, you know what? I don't know what the flashbacks are, but what, I, what I'll say is, you know, the, the world that they're living in has a its own history. So some sometimes they flash back to things and it's, you know, stuff that we're seeing for the first time but is in their past. But okay, maybe Now, I I think there are some people that do have memories of things from the 616. But Cuz Bishop here is getting punked in prison by Beast. Okay. Bishop has memories of him and Beast being friendly with the 90s costume. But Beast doesn't. Oh, okay. Oh, that's so that, interesting. Yeah. So it's a little weird. And even like uh, Bishop and Polaris, like she doesn't know him and he doesn't know her. But he's getting like, yeah, I don't know. It, well, it's weird. Here's the, thing with, here's the thing with Bishop is that, you know, like if you remember, which, you know, you got to go back. But if you remember in um, Age of Apocalypse, Bishop was the only one that knew things were wrong. Yeah. And that was because of his time displaced status you know right 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 and so i'm thinking that there might be it might be that um, again huh yeah something like that maybe could could potentially be happening because i know that he kind of alluded in in uh age of x-man alpha that there might like you know that like the this like things aren't quite right you know yeah and so i don't i don't know if he's doing the same thing or what but but there are a number of people that are feeling that way too. Yeah, but I think for a different reason. Yeah. So that that's that was the weird thing in this book where it's like it makes for well aside from uh, making me want to read everything that has the label Age of X Men on it, <laughs> but it, it does have that too where it's like man I, I shouldn't have stopped reading X Men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, like if it's if it's just the bishop thing, then then okay, we can we can go from here, you know. But would, yeah, the, would, yeah, the story itself is is pretty good. Like it it gives me that just everything I told you right now is this sense of confusion and everything that they're feeling and I'm feeling. So right. it really got that across, and and I'm glad I read it because it was an enjoyable experience. And and you know, it's a prison book with mutants. I don't get why it's a co-ed prison, but. It is, nonetheless. <laughs> Irregardless. Irregardless. I do, uh, I did enjoy the book. The art was solid. They did some new redesigns a little bit, you know, particularly the Beast. Beast redesigns could, are hit or miss sometimes, you know? Yeah, definitely. And this one, this one looked look good. I, I like, he's got a beard. He's got a long, long beard, but, you know, because he's in jail and, and he runs a little crew or something and he doesn't like... Cable speaking to certain girls, and you know, cable speaking to certain girls. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like Beast is a badass in this. And at first, I thought it was like, man, what if it's like Dark Beast? But it's right. not. It's it's regular ass Hank. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's funny. I I almost felt like Larry wrote this book because everybody, you know, be, well Bishop mainly refers to people as friend. <laughs> like what are you doing friend or how are you friend you know which is a larryism and then beast does it too and i'm like man larry could write better than this yeah <laughs> but yeah it turned out it wasn't larry that wrote it and it was no 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 let's see it was vita ayala 
And the artist was Herman Peralta. How how then, is the art in that book? Because I know like the cover is really nice, but I don't I don't know that the cover yeah, art is the same as the interior art. No, it is. Oh no. Oh, that's it, it's not. It's oh, actually oh. Pat Pat Zercher and Brian Reber are the art cover artists. But it, it, it looks like that. Okay, if, cool. You know. The perspectives are kind of cool. They do a little fisheye effects here and there. But, you know, there's moments where Bishop flashes back to his time in the future when he's fighting Sentinels. And that looks good because it's like a dystopic post-apocalypse, like dilapidated like cityscape with a giant Sentinel and a bunch flying around. So, you know, that requires a lot of like architectural design and perspectives. And they made that look easy. <laughs> yeah. Like, even all the gears and shit in, in, in Sentinels. Because, you know, Sentinels always look blocky. You know, like, you didn't see the inner workings that much. You know, to let, you know depending on the artist, of course. Yeah. This one, you see, like, joints and shit. Like, I wouldn't call it, like, Akira-level detail, but maybe, like, 40% there. Which 40% on Akira, of Akira detail yeah. is, is a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think the greatest thing you've ever seen gets 40%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the Dreamwave Transformers books. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. The colors are really good. They're vibrant, but also like kind of drab because they are in prison, you know? Mm -hmm. But they're kind of, they look like watercolor. They don't look like digital art, which is kind of cool. So they have a lot of shading and, and all that within the colors that look nice. I like it. This guy could draw my white covers any day. <laughs> Look, and he probably will at a reasonable price. I will say that, like, I've been really impressed with the Age of X-Men stories. Like, they've all been really good. And it's like, you know, I, I understand that it's not really as many constraints because it's not like it, you have to go with all the continuity. Yeah. But even then, like, there could be some questionable choices, you know? Right, right. And so far, you sometimes the constraint, the constraints like help people tell stories that aren't going to be like maybe not necessarily bad, but confusing. Yeah, and also too, it's like you know, like sometimes the constraints help you make sure that the characters feels consistent. You know. Yeah. I think that the choices that are getting made are like they're they're really strong and really awesome. Everything is interesting, which I keep waiting for the book where I'm just going to be like, oh well, you know, I don't. This one's not as good as the rest of them. But each week, one of these comes out. I'm like, wow, like that was really good. That was really good. That was really good. And I'm just like, you know, it was a to, to a point where I was like questioning myself where I'm like, dude, like, am I just really just feeling like these things are good, but they're not really that good? And I, I went online and everybody's talking about it community wise, like, wow, like these books are something else right now, which is crazy because the X-Men community can be really divisive <laughs> as far as like what they like and what they don't like for there to be even a decent amount of consensus says a lot. This book has a um Bishop dream sequence that's kind of trippy and cool with Sentinels, Mojo, Mojo, Apocalypse. I assume it's Mojo because it's a guy in like a Shriners hat. Like, what's that hat that we used to try to get? The Fez that we wanted to get. Joe. Oh, are you sure it's not Shadow King? It might be Shadow King. Yeah, he's got like, yeah, I guess it's Shadow King. He's fat and has a spider body with a Fez. Um, it, I mean, it like it's it's hard to say. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. It could be. It could be either or. It looks like, it looks like Mojo cosplaying the Shadow King. <laughs> that, that's it. what it is. It's definitely Mojo cosplaying as the Shadow King. Apocalypse and another. And then when he wakes up from that trippy dream, 
he he's in his cell and there's a note slip through the cracks or whatever and it says the dream is real the reality is false get out to be continued Jeez. which that like that though that last panel did it for me i'm like i gotta read the rest of this shit because <laughs> you know you know it, the borderline mental illness delusional shit like you know that's my shit and i love that right because it kind of reflects my life <laughs> yeah it's like is the comic talking to me yeah but yeah, so I'm like, man, I gotta, I got yeah, gotta read this. It also made me like wish I was a big X Men fan so I could get the M tattooed on my face. No, <laughs> you should, you should not do that. Well, I mean, I'm not that big an X Men fan, like not, not that big to get that. You know what I mean? Like even if you were, you should not do that. When I was a kid, I would think about it, like, hmm, that would be tight. I don't know, man. That's like a commitment. Yeah, but I mean, it. it Look, it's not that big a deal. I, I get, you know, it's definitely less of a of a, a deal now. But you know, but I, I, I'm just like, man, like as a society, we've gotten to a place where tattoos on your neck or face don't necessarily mean what they used to mean, but it's still a whole different lifestyle. Yeah. I guess yeah. you look a barber at your own yeah. shop with yeah, tattoos. exactly. Yeah, but do you even have a SoundCloud account? I do actually. <laughs> I have two. Well, I then, have a, then I uh, guess it's okay. Yeah, I have a Fantastic Forum one, and I have a Fraction of Forever one. I'll call you Lil Mo, Big Mo. <laughs> no, it's got to be Lil. Already... Huh? It has to be Lil. Why? Because that—that's just how it is. I don't make nah, the rules. Look, nah, look, you're not my manager. <laughs> <laughs> look, the funny thing is, I'm pretty sure there's already an artist named Lil Mo. There is Lil Ma- Magnum. Yeah. No, Big Mo, Lil Magnum, Lil Magnum, because Magnum usually think it's big, but it's Mo. That's like when they're trying to diversify the condom brand. They're like, "Oh, come get a little Magnum." (laughs) (laughs) Magnums are forever now. (laughs) You know, I had a a little business idea where I would like make fake Magnum boxes and with just regular size inside. That's so people can feel good about themselves. Yeah, well, not only that, but you know, when you pull it out of your nightstand and the girl sees it, she's getting ready. You know, yeah, it's like a push-up bra for men. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like she's getting ready to get disappointed. <laughs> eh, look, imagination's strong. There it is. There it is. Like she, she, she thought she was gonna get it, so she knew. Yep. Got it. So yeah, I do give uh, this book four face M tattoos out of five. <laughs> cool. The, the art's good, the story's good, and, and I want to read the rest of it. I I might give the whole series a oh big man in chat says Lil Mo's a female rapper. I don't think she's a rapper, is she? Like I mean, I thought like she technically sings, doesn't she? I look who knows these days, right? Like rapping, singing, it's all the same thing now. Used to be different. <laughs> Such is life. It is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> right. It is what it is. I like to take this moment to plug my SoundCloud. They call me Lil Heck. Lil, Lil Heck. Which, which right. is, which is, uh, what the fuck's the word? Anyway, I'm fat, so I'm not Lil. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gotcha. It's like irony. Yeah, there you go. I got it. Ironic. That's the name right. of my first single. That was actually my original rap name. Back in the 90s, 97. Ironic Moronic. Oh, you being serious? Yeah, I was a wigger for like two weeks. 
<laughs> that, that first Eminem album got all of us. <laughs> no, but it, he hadn't come out yet. What happened was, so when I moved to West LA, there was two junior high schools I could go. The one that was fully integrated with every race was uh, was all booked up, and they didn't accept me. So they sent me to the one with all black people. And that was Wigger High. It was Webster Middle School. <laughs> so, you know, I had the, the pull-away sweats with rolled up to the knee on one side. Wait, what? No yeah. way. I, I don't believe it. Like, yeah. I can't even imagine. For real. Are there pictures? Headband. There's no pictures, thankfully. God but. damn it. We, we didn't all have iPhones in the 90s. Yeah. Like, I barely had a landline. Even Your mom or somebody didn't have a Polaroid? My mom worked till 9, 10, 11 at night. The, even if she did, those Polaroids are dust by now. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Like, unless... Unless she, she chiseled on a copper scroll or something, then you ain't seeing it. Yeah, it was only for two weeks because I still ended up getting my ass beat. So then I was like, well, back to metal. Well, because you wore that Spider-Man shirt, so you got hit by both sides. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I, look, <laughs> look, I just want to hear one Moses, Moses Magnum rap. Like I would love to hear that. Now, I'm not saying that you should do that now. I'm just saying if I had a time machine, now I know where I would go. <laughs> That's a great use of your time. Yeah, for, forget the pyramids or Jesus or or young Stan Lee. We want to see Mode bust a line. It was weird because I got beat up by the black kids, but because it was a black junior high school, like the guys that picked me up and cleaned me up and accepted me were also black. So it was like yeah. it worked out. That doesn't sound weird at all. That. It, it turns out you didn't get to be a racist. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Which goes Perfect. back to how you were saying me hating Asians like or loving Asians. Like, yeah, I don't do broad respect, love, or hate. Like, I do individually. There you go. As you should. As you should. Oh, speaking of Stan Lee, like, these, uh, I, I forgot to say this last week, but I was pissed at the Academy Awards, because these fuckers that won Academy Awards for Marvel shit, none of them thanked Stan Lee. Yeah, I know that the, uh, I think the Black Panthers guys did it after the fact, and I'm like, yeah, that's pretty lame. Yeah. It's pretty lame. It's like, I mean, it's good that they did it at all, but it really should have been something that happened way earlier. Uh, you know, yeah, that's wild. All right, news time. Yeah, let's do some news. <laughs> We should have a like, uh, like her. Uh, <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like. All right, we should probably just get that whole rumor thing out the way about Disney uh, trying to end the Marvel line. Like, oh yeah, they're gonna know. do it. <laughs> it's like, all over Geo Cities, man. They're gonna do it. Right. <laughs> Geo Cities. Wait, are we back in the nineties? Mo, bust the line. <laughs> I'm not gonna. <laughs> but you know, I read that and I was just like, really? Like, I, like I'm surprised that that got any legs at all. But, but you know, you know I mean, what? what? It's because it's it is people's fears. You know, like, I mean, we all walked out of that Avengers movie the first time around and said, "Who needs comics?" N- no, I did not. No, you did. You did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> the rest of us knew exactly why we did <laughs> But I feel you. I like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are people out there 
that that would make sense to them because they're like, what are yeah, what do you need it for? But yeah, it's like that. That's the people not understanding the, the way the, the business works. I think and understand like you know realistically it's like you wouldn't you wouldn't be getting those amazing movies if somebody wasn't basically farming those stories in the comics first you know yeah but you know everything they're making is you know i think the newest shit they're doing is captain marvel but really it's a character that's been around for 40 years well what what do you mean like you know carol danvers has been around for 40 years so right like that's the newest one they're adapting right the newest character yeah 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 but i mean at the same time though keep it like we, we say she's been around 40 years but how long has she been captain marvel honestly it doesn't matter because they don't care about her being miss marvel in the movies well but that's the whole that's the whole point though where it's like we had this marvel and i'm not sure you you get a, a miss marvel movie that's carol danvers like we, oh no we, we, we didn't get it i'm still mad well, about it but what i'm saying is i don't i don't know that if you had carol if she stayed miss marvel i don't know that she would be a character that people would be trying to make a movie about period because yeah and don't get me wrong like i like miss marvel like carol danvers carol, carol danvers miss marvel i'm just saying that i don't know that the character is, is the the type of character that would have been getting a movie made ab about them especially like not in this day and age because you know like yeah i think that that you you get that transition to captain marvel and that's a that was literally carol danvers deciding to make a statement and you know that that happened in what like the 2000s right yeah 2012 wow that's crazy if, like it feels like it was a while ago, but it wasn't. I mean, that's not that long actually. So you know, I, so that you know, I, I just think that obviously some stories that they that, that they decide to pull into the movie, some of those storylines are definitely uh, older and, and and younger than others. Obviously, like you know, uh, you know, on one hand you have like uh, like some of the elements of Iron Man coming from books that got done in the two thousands as well, but then. The whole overarching thing going on with uh with the the marvel universe with you know infinity war or infinity gauntlet or whatever that's from the 80s so it's like some are old and some are new but i think that you need comic book writers basically kind of being the test bed for some of these stories because i don't like some of these stories aren't the types of stories that movie people would come up with and you know i mean I'm sure there's a movie writer somewhere that felt slighted by that, but I think it's true. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I just, you know, I mean, but that's the thing. Like, you know, like one of the things I always complain about is how, how neat they try to make everything in movies. Like everybody's related to one another in one way or another, you know? Yeah. And it's things where, yeah, it, you know, it, it sometimes it irks me a little bit because it doesn't feel I, I it's ironic to say this but it doesn't feel like true to life right like in real life you know the person that ends up being your worst enemy isn't like wasn't the guy that was your best friend your whole life necessarily you know what i mean right yeah but we'll we'll see it's like one of those things where a one one day marvel comics will come to an end it's just not today <laughs> What if it turns out that it, it is and they're just trying to, like, not reveal it yet? Hey, that would be wild. And, you know, I would be the first one to be like, man, I, I never knew. Because <laughs> shit like that has happened before where they say, oh, that's just a rumor. Wait till you actually... It, it, albeit it, it does happen with uh, with more of like the leak footage and stuff, you know, yeah. where they say, oh, that's just that's wait till you see it on screen. And then, you know, it's exactly the same.
right. But I guess my thing, my thought more so is, you know, how does it, how does Disney benefit from getting rid of Marvel? Because it's not like those people are getting paid so much. It's not like it's a, a high expense publishing those books. Yeah, but it, well, it is a high expense. It's not the paying the, of the talent, but it's the printing and the marketing and all that, you know? Yeah, but still, like, I mean, in, in comparison, like, all you need is one hit and yeah. it just the entire thing well honestly I, they probably don't even want it to really make that much of a profit because it's still it's a tax write-off for disney yeah that's true too especially now in this day and age yeah the new trump 2019 tax plan uh the had the red carpet premiere for captain marvel was monday yeah what was the general reception like for the movie i don't know nobody said mm-hmm. anything everybody got in a circle and started jerking off <laughs> That's the title of this week's episode. <laughs> DC is going to reboot their uh, Constantine TV show. I guess technically it's oh. a reboot, but it's with the same actor. Well, it's the same Berlanti guy too, right? Yeah, that's what I mean by the same actor. Yeah, so they're just re- reviving it, really. But it's supposed to be dark this time. Is it on the DC Universe thing? Yep. I and hope so. based on the trends of show quality... I'm looking. I'm getting excited now. Yeah, because you know the the even the the Constantine TV show. Like, yeah, it, it tried to be like the comic, but it wasn't, and it was still okay. But they couldn't do what they wanted to because it was on NBC. I don't even know they wanted to do what we think they wanted to do. <laughs> like, they just wanted to bastardize some stories of the comics, and they did. <laughs> But they did them well. And, like, for example, like, with um, with the Zed chick, like, that whole thing in the comics was really tight. And here it's like, I don't know what the fuck they're doing with it, you know? And then they were trying to set up the Spectre, and they didn't. So hopefully they get to do that. They're doing a Swamp Thing on the DC Universe. That yeah, they? which they were teasing that in, I don't know if that's for Lanty too, but they were teasing that in the Constantine TV show. Can they just call it Hellblazer? I don't Probably think they on can. the new one, yeah. No, I don't think they can. Why not? Isn't that still the other label? What label? Vertigo? He's the imprint. Yeah, Vertigo is what he's talking about. Yeah, but that they own Vertigo. Yeah, but yeah, they, they still do. separate it. Vertigo but, died with the new Fifty Two. No, no, they still have Vertigo. It's just Vertigo isn't tied into the universe. In fact, anymore. I think they're still putting out Hellblazer, aren't they? No, they're not. I thought they were, but, or maybe no, in the last like two or three years. It's Sandman, what they're doing. Yeah, well, that that app is is becoming more and more worth it. Yeah, which is it, it's kind of sad because Titans should have been what what made it worth it. Yeah, but imagine if that came out second, and then people start throwing it, like, you know what? I'm gonna cancel this shit. <laughs> they probably got it out of the way because it's like, oh, if the dummies that like this, well, look, they're gonna be in for the long haul. We'll get, <laughs> you know, Doom Patrol back. Yeah. Do you guys remember that we did a story? Some time ago, I'm going to say months ago, about New Mutants go, getting some reshoots. Yeah, they haven't yeah. done them. They haven't done them. They had. They're not even no. scheduled at this point. Man. Yeah. And the movie's no. scheduled to come out this August, right? Let's, not anymore. Yeah. Every everybody's pretty much thinking that that movie's going to probably end up coming out on a streaming service. Like no daily motion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, more likely than not, like that joint will end up on like Hulu. BitTorrent. <laughs> Please, they wouldn't waste the bandwidth. 
Why, why torrent hey. something you can get on, like, Pornhub? <laughs> One day you're just going to see, oh, New, New Mutants on Red 2? Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I always type in Mutants on <laughs> Red 2. <laughs> I don't Someone's going to be looking up some Captain Marvel porn parody. New Mutants is going to pop up. Hey, Larry, real quick. I don't I don't want to you know, derail this, this banter, but... What are you talking on right now? I'm talking on, on my phone. Okay. What were you talking about? Uh, talking on at the beginning of the show? I, I was on my phone too. I just I was uh I was on my headset. What 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 do I sound like now? What happened? Well, now it doesn't sound as good as at the beginning. Okay. Hold. I'll, I'll make a switch. Well, you're gonna you, call you us on the switch. Off your headset and just. You're talking on the phone? Yeah, well, the the headset I had actually died, and oh. so I got to another one. Oh, which what I the can, hell? But so I you were it. on Bluetooth before? Yes. Oh, wow. That actually sounded pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's a, actually a really good uh, uh, Bluetooth headphone headset. Hey. And now is this your regular headset? Literally no headset right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, put your regular headset. Yeah, yeah, I will do that. It doesn't sound terrible, but you know we were all sounding good, and then you stopped sounding good <laughs> halfway like, in. It was just noticeably different. I understand. I'm not yeah. mad at that. Way to DC the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Word. <laughs> now we can tell the difference between you and your drop. <laughs> Actually, that deserves a fuck you, Larry. Fuck you, Larry. <laughs> You know you want to. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Morbius has officially started filming, according to Jared Leto on Twitter. They're doing an eleven-week shoot. Man, I can't wait to see Morbius all tattooed up. Are they gonna paint him white? I mean, like they he, have. To. You know, he's gonna look like Suicide Squad Joker, but with black hair, right? You can see that, right? <laughs> No, this one to have eyebrows. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't like the idea of movies that are Spider-Man related stuff without Spider-Man in them. But I mean, they made money with Venom, so they're just gonna keep doing those. Against all odds, they made money with Venom. It wasn't even that many odds. Like, there's nothing else. I know A Star Is Born got like all this like praise and shit, and they're talking about breaking records, but it didn't break the record that Venom did. They came out at the same time, and it took them like two weeks to like catch up to Venom. Where's Venom's Oscar? Yeah. Well, no, don't give that an Oscar. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, don't say it's like yeah, like don't don't say it broke all kinds of records when it didn't break the one that count of the thursday of december of the beginning of december record venom 2 is gonna have a uh, venom and, and carnage singing side by side yeah it's gonna be awesome then they're gonna get in a fight and break up it's gonna be an academy award winner i'm telling you hey when tom hardy is is venom does that count as blackface <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna say yes yeah, I think so too. <laughs> I think so. He's he's a very versatile actor. Well, he's technically a menace to society. What? Uh The Eternals is set to star Marvel Studios' first openly gay male lead. I don't know how true this story is, but they're trying to cast Icarus. I assume they're trying to cast Icarus from The Eternals, and they're looking for a um a actor that is thirty to forty nine who physically looks like a superhero and is gay. 
Am I the only one what that died? What Empire? Oh, uh, that guy's not working anywhere anymore. Wait, what about who? The guy from Empire? Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And he doesn't look like a superhero. No, he does not. He could work out. He's going to have the time. He has. He's going to get like three years, right? <laughs> get on that rock workout but who knows i mean this this is from a news outlet that just throws out rumors a lot but sometimes they're right so who knows i thought you were gonna say tire cloud till you said sometimes they're right well he did post this but it's from the hashtag show.com i hate that show i've never heard it why do you hate that show because that's where tire cloud gets all these bs headlines from oh but yeah, there's no real like they say they have some source, but who knows? I, I don't I don't remember anybody in the internals being gay. Like that that site had a source that told them that uh Zendaya's character, Michelle, was gonna be the daughter of of what's his face? Keaton's character. Yeah. And that they also said Spider Man would make a cameo on Venom. They also said a bunch of crap about Silver and Black, and I think they said Craven was going to be in it. They 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 just make up stuff. Yeah, they they're like those like the like some some psychics out there. They just throw out a thousand predictions, and one of them happens to hit because you know every squirrel gets a nut situation and. It, people give them all kind of praise because now they got that one that they got right. They got that one nut. Yeah, they got <laughs> they got that one nut. <laughs> One's all you need. Wow, I feel sorry yeah. for her then. Yeah. So they're uh, they're doing a spinoff to Aquaman, the, uh, the trench directed by James <laughs> Wan, who did who did Aquaman. It's going to take place after the Aquaman movie, and it's yeah, it's about those uh, creatures from the trench that were in the movie. Are you you're not being serious? Are no, you? yeah, yeah, no, seriously. Is it from the hashtag show dot com? <laughs> I forgot where I saw that actually, but no, that's a that's an actual that's actual movie that that they're working on, directed by Wait, James so, Wan. Well, you say it's about the the creatures that were in the trench, like it's about them, like the the main character is one of those creatures, or. Or is it like a? Is it before? Like is is Aquaman in it? It's no. It's not going to have Aquaman or Mera. It's totally on its own. I guess standalone. It's going to be so a horror. It's it, bullshit. It's a horror movie that they're working on. So I'm guessing. It sounds like bullshit to me. Well, it has a release date. So <laughs> you're the one that said Disney was getting rid of Marvel. So don't you talk to me about bullshit. Look, I'm, I'm, look even if it gets made. If it's on the theater screen, it's still bullshit. I'm using bullshit as an all-encompassing term. But James Wan is pretty good at horror. Yeah. But why not just make, like, a, a separate movie? Why make why? Aquaman Well, Like, what's wrong with making a horror movie set in the DC universe? Well, you can do, do that. a bad thing? It'll be like the vertigo of films. I mean, that's that's what they're doing, Lawrence. It's its own movie based on the Aquaman movie. It's still it's those in that universe. No, I guess what I'm trying to say sounds is, like some DC black label shit. <laughs> like, why not just make a horror movie about trench monsters and just separate it from Aquaman? Because it's that would only make why? 25 million dollars in opening weekend. No, but what's the point of doing that? Well, I guess it just kind of seems off brand. No, it doesn't. Not no? in this new. I DC mean, not for Warner now. movies. Like they don't know what they're doing with DC stuff. So it's right up. It's right up their alley. Like to do something like that. I guarantee. And I don't think that's a bad idea, actually, myself. But 
I, I guarantee Juan walked into that office and he he just said, "Oh, it's in the Aquaman universe." And Aquaman made so much money that Warner doubled his budget for the next horror film he wanted to do. It might not even be that. Like he might have just to get him to do it. He might have said, "Hey, let me do this too." You know. That's why I'm going to tell you one thing. No, the thing is, there's no reason to not do horror movies based in comic book universes. Yeah, and the the trench I mean, isn't even the only movie that they want to do from the Aquaman universe. The the producer, I got a quote from him saying, we've definitely taken a page from our Conjuring playbook, which is, you've got the mothership, which is Aquaman, but there's so many great stories to tell within that universe of itself, that Atlantean universe. So they're, they're thinking of more than just the trench. The trench is just dipping their toe in the water. But see, the problem is they picked the lamest hero to do that with. <laughs> but he's making all the money now. That's, yeah, but no, why not do some poetic but, shit right there? Yeah, no, it, it's... Yeah, I know. I, I miss people not wanting to fuck Aquaman. <laughs> did, did you ever think that Aquaman would be, like, the savior of DC movies? No! <laughs> And it's funny to say that, considering that Wonder Woman was such a better movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think it made like less, didn't it? What I was going to say, like, why don't they do that with Wonder Woman? Like, you could do all sorts of things. You could do, like, a, a sword and sorcery movie. You could do a fantasy movie. You can do, like, it sets itself up for that, you know? Yeah. It, it would make more sense. But I think it would be easier to do horror with the Aquaman setting, like the trench is a good horror setting and you do have good, you have some decent horror settings in wonder woman, but they're not as easy to take wonder woman. It's not as easy to take wonder woman out of them. Right. I, I'm like, I'm not saying do a wonder woman horror, but you could do more with wonder woman than you could with Aquaman. I'm all for wonder woman horror. I'm saying if you want to make if you want to make a DC horror movie, why don't you mess with the horror type characters that you have in the DC? Because they're on the DC universe app. So you're saying the trench isn't scary? I mean, it it could be, but I guess here's the thing. I don't know why Larry's complaining because this is the only horror movie he'll ever see in the theater. He's not gonna see it. I, I I don't yeah who knows if I will. She's seen horror movies in theaters. She saw she saw that vampire one. Blade? Twilight? No. Um. <laughs> what should we call it? Fright Night. Oh. She saw Fright Night in theaters. What were you thinking, Mo Blackula? No, I I, I was thinking um I was thinking the village. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, don't get me started on that piece of shit. No, that was a good movie. Yeah, I, I like didn't it. like it at all. Yeah, no, it was a good movie in the sense that you know, that you know, the story is what it is. But even after they reveal that the monster is not a real monster, people still got scared when they saw it. You know what? It was a good movie up till. Feel like I changed your mind right there. I don't Look, think so. When, when the first two, few people you see on screen already tell you that it takes place in the present, like that's not good. Well, the thing is. It's so good that they do that and people still jump and get scared. Like, it creates the ambiance. It creates the feel. It literally defies you to be scared. And you still get scared. Well, not you, but the, the audience as a whole. And I mean, I'm, I actually shouldn't say that it's, like, bad because it's, it's just Twist was so disappointing and it's so telegraphed. It, it, uh, and then when I saw it in theaters, that was just kind of a letdown how obvious it was. That's the twist, is that you saw the twist coming this time. <laughs> what a twist. Shyamalan gets you again. 
I didn't realize Aquaman. Admittedly, at first I just thought the costume designer sucked. <laughs> I didn't that, realize that was the fun. real Sonic the movie. I, I didn't realize Aquaman made more money than Wonder Woman. Did he? Yeah, oh yeah, did. yeah, a lot. Well, because only women saw Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, men and women saw Aquaman. Yeah, I mean, it made more money for in the foreign market. Yeah, you know the foreign market's not watching Wonder Woman. Like it made double the, in the foreign market that w- the Wonder Woman did. Like every every Arab country banned Wonder Woman. Oh, cause she's a, she's Israeli and a woman. <laughs> yeah, but a man tells her what to do. Sort of. They they don't care about that. He wasn't a wa- star. Yeah. What man tells her what to do? It's Steve Trevor. It's called Wonder Woman, not Steve Trevor. Yeah, but he spends like half the movie to learn not to do shit. Yeah, and plus, then he and then he dies, and then she gets all badass. And then, but she's also scantily clad. They don't want that in 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 the Arab countries. Arab countries are terrible, man. They don't let you like have a dog, like walk your dog on the street. It's against the law. Oh, Why? Dogs are dirty. They said that it's it makes people uncomfortable. Dogs are considered dirty, like how some religions think of pigs as a as a dirty animal that you're not even supposed to touch. Mm-hmm. It's similar thing. Oh, really? I never heard that before. That's because you're not as worldly as me and Oz. That's what it is. Yeah, I guess you know my 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 thought more than anything on the horror thing is that it just feels like there'll be better fit. There'll be their characters and and fran- part, like franchises that'll be a better fit. I feel like they're just like obviously Aquaman did well for itself. It's popular. I, you know, I don't think riding that trying to ride that train is not how they're gonna mess around and make their success outside of like direct sequels and you know what and i think because... the trench was built for horror though like even that first arc with them in the comic felt very horror like eh, i don't know it, it it didn't strike me as as such but at the same time i'm you know i'm definitely not a horror guy what dc uh, property would you want to see as a horror movie I mean, like, wh- why not do, like, I mean, I, obviously you're making a Swamp Thing TV show or whatnot, but, you know, like, do do a Constantine. They tried. No, but do it right. They can't do it right. Nobody, you can't do Constantine right because Constantine is too <sighs> out That's there, you the yeah. Was I, good, yeah, the cartoon was good, but they, they but. Nobody watched it. It's on CWC. <laughs> like, you can't do that. No, but the thing is, even and even that doesn't come off as horror. Is more of right. like adventure with horror element. Constantine is a dude that is. He's not a guy that you're gonna root for. Lawrence, because you just don't understand horror. That's what it is, I guess. And like they said in that article, like we're taking a page out of the Conjuring playbook. The Conjuring set up their own shared universe that's horror. And, you know, their movies are still, like, I love them all. But some are better than others. And some of the effects are off in others, you know? So it, I thought The Nun was really good. I haven't seen The Nun yet. But I, I want to really see good. The Crooked Man. I, I love I loved the other... What was the other one? I guess The Conjuring 2. Except that... Yeah, I don't know. I do I do bad in, in ghost horror movies or possession, like possessing of the house horror movies. Because it's like, instead of running away from the ghost and telling them what a terrible person it is, I want to be like, look, we both live here now. You want me not to touch that chair? Like, I won't touch the chair. Just don't touch it and we'll be good. You know, it's like roommates, you know? Ghosts are jerks. But that's the thing. It's like in in The Conjuring 2, it wasn't a ghost. It was a demon possessing a ghost. What the fuck? 
<laughs> That's some Inception shit right there. <laughs> yeah, no, and it was tight because it's like, you know, at the end you see the ghost like wanting to like cross over, but he can't. He's tormented, you know? But it, it's like <clears throat> all these people are just running from it. And it's like, nah, man, just tell him what, what it wants and, and, and what you want and come together. And, and, you know, just because that ghost's life was shit doesn't mean its afterlife's got to be shit too. We'll watch what it wants to watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I guess that's why ghosts and shit never appear to me because I would talk to them like that, and that's not what I guess that's not what they want. That's funny, man. Like, yeah, I love how you're having like these reasonable conversations with ghosts. You got it. The person that saves the day does that. Like, you know, the the medium or whatever. It's like, well, what do you want? Like, you know, like, and then it's like, get out, and it's like, well, dude, you know what? I signed a lease. I can't get out. <laughs> <laughs> If you got the money for me to get out. Yeah. It's like, why don't you go rob somebody, bring me some gold or some shit, and then I'll, move, I'll fix this shit up and I'll own it and make sure nobody comes bother you. And, you know, and we'll be good. Why don't you get out, ghost? I don't see you putting rent. But, you know, it's just like I treat the ghosts like homeless, you know, like, okay. Are you, you, what do you, you need money? Okay, I'll give you a dollar. Just leave, you know? <laughs> <laughs> fucking ghost flickering the lights all the time fucking my electric bill yeah. I'm over here trying to do a show and it's shitting off my wifi <laughs> yeah I, I don't yeah I, I guess you know I guess that's what comes with not believing in it you know cause a lot of it doesn't make sense to me that's why you don't get ghosts you gotta believe in them to see them gotta give them the power yeah, yeah. Oh, way, way oh, to bring the show you. down heck way to bring the show down we're all here having fun, and then you gotta get all religious on us. What okay. else don't I believe in? <laughs> science. Uh, I believe in science. Till I don't. Is, is there it, any other news? Is uh, any trailer there's a Brightburn official trailer, but I don't give a shit about Brightburn, so I don't care. Like, you're not, not gonna watch terror. that's the Superman horror movie. You're not gonna watch that. Uh, <sighs> No, according to GZ, that's a blueprint for a Bizarro movie. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say Ultraman, but like I want to see the cape. The cape is red. No, the cape, like that's my superhero horror movie. The cape. That show on NBC. No, the Joe Hill comic. Oh. So, uh, I think, Mo, did you, did we talk about the Hellboy trailer? I mean, we talked about it the first time where it looked like he was getting chemo. <laughs> I seen the new trailer and the new trailer actually looks pretty good. Yeah. It looks better than the original trailer. Is it more action or why is it better? It, yeah. More action, more like Hellboy fucking shit up and more of that Hellboy humor. But you know, still people don't really look how they're supposed to look. And I guess it's fine. Whatever. I don't know. I'm not going to. You know, through Buddhism, I heard an anecdote that basically a man was being chased by a tiger. He fell over the cliff. He caught himself on a branch. And when he looked down, there was another tiger waiting for him to fall. And while he was holding on, he saw a strawberry. So he ate it. And it was the sweetest strawberry ever. And that kind of put into perspective something I already thought. Like, no matter what shit comes out, whether I like it or not, it doesn't matter. Because I'm going to die anyway. So I might as well enjoy what I can enjoy and not worry about the rest. So, yeah, fuck this Hellboy movie. Like, it might be good, it might not. It don't look like Liz Sherman still don't look like Liz Sherman. Hellboy looks like he's, you know, his face is emaciated, but he's wearing a muscle suit. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. 
Are they trying to go for like a Magnolia kind of art style look? If they did, he wouldn't look that slender. Like he would look more blocky. Like, I, feel, I feel like that's what they're trying to do. Like, but that's what the other one did. Not really. The square the face, <coughs> like the square face for for Hellboy, like was like the comic. Yeah, it's hard to do. Magnolia's art look. We're on yeah. Magnola. Like Magnola's laughing to the bank, so uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. credited as a writer, but his art is very two dimensional. Right, right. And you know, transitioning is never going to look like that. So trying to, yeah, you should give that shit up. Like create more of the ambiance and everything, and, and just yeah. a good looking film. But yeah, I don't know. I like Del Toro's. Del Toro gets real imaginative with his creature design. So you you have the first one, and it did what it did, and it, you know it looks kind of. But then he did the second one. The second one, he abandons the comic and does just a really good dark urban fantasy movie, mm-hmm. and it just puts in his own designs, and this shit just looks amazing. Yeah. So I love that, and we'll see how we do this. There's a dude that that like a jaguar guy, a were jaguar, I guess. I don't know. Who did you and say? He's in it. Who did you say doesn't look like how they're supposed to look like? Anybody? A female? Oh, Liz, Liz Sherman. Oh, I don't. I don't see her in the cast list at all. I was trying to see who that is, but I Lobster. She was in it. Lobster but, Johnson is in it. So who? Lobster Johnson. Yeah, who's Lobster playing him? Johnson? Thomas Hayden Church. Huh? No, that's gonna be good. He looks like Lobster Johnson. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I mean, we'll I see how it goes. I mean, it's too early to tell for me, but I guess I'll enjoy it because ultimately we're all gonna die. <laughs> that's that's why you enjoy it. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Nemo the Blood Queen. Yeah, she's the that's Mila Jovovich. Okay, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, everybody making a big deal that it's rated R. Like, I don't need. No comic book really needs to be rated R unless it's like a mature comic, which Hellboy isn't. So it doesn't matter to me. Because we're all going to die? No, just because it's like the, the rated <laughs> R thing isn't a selling point to me in any comic book movie, really. I mean, maybe Deadpool, I guess, but Deadpool wasn't rated R in the comic till Max, and that came later. Really, if they had censored everything, it would have been a funnier movie. Well, everything censored's so? funnier. That's why all our, our like commercial recaps are bleeped well only if, if they go on instagram yeah that's why they haven't been on instagram lately you curse way too much <laughs> <laughs> but see that would be funny like i ain't got three hours to bleep all that mess <laughs> i mean just the just the the recaps yeah, yeah. so i uh, larry wh- what did you want from me out of this hellboy thing <laughs> <laughs> just, just your opinion, my friend. Just yeah. your opinion. Uh, that, that's really it. I mean, I, I'm sick of being angry at this shit. I hear you. I hear you. And, it, you know, it's not going to stop. Nobody hears my, my voice, my clamor. There's no one listening. So, speaking of Mo's anger. Just like your prayers for those little girls that are missing. Sweet. <laughs> wow. Now, who's bringing the show down? Oh, my God. Look, I get paid to do this shit. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Hack? Uh, speaking of Joe's anger, I mean uh, Mo's anger. <laughs> Joe, don't get angry. Uh, did oh, you see the Shazam trailer, the new one? I no, saw it. I, I refuse to watch it. I saw this it. one. The the soda seems to be actual beer. Oh yeah, yeah. That that's my takeaway that's, from it. That's not a selling point, Hack. Yeah, Shazam gonna get drunk. It's the best. Is the best selling point so far. <laughs> nah, if if you're gonna sell me on it, make it actual Shazam. 
But see, it's it's funny. Like they, the trailer at least, the two of them, they name the wizard Shazam, but they never yeah. call the actual hero Shazam. Yeah, no, it's it's fucking stupid. It's retarded. Yeah, I saw that. Somebody pointed that out too. Like people are finally starting to notice stuff like this where they're like like why why do they why does he not know what to call himself when he has to say shazam to turn into shazam and then there's an argument that they thought well maybe he thought that's the wizard's name so that shouldn't be his name and blah 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 but these Which people is exactly the point but these people were also analyzing like analyzing and predicting what the main soundtrack of the sequel would be based on the music they used for the second trailer of the first one what yeah cool they were they were pointing out because it's it's that um eminem song yeah the my name is i forget the yeah. title so that might be the title and they're pointing out that well yeah that's because he's introducing himself to the world and eminem's second album the single off of that was the real slim shady please stand up thing and that that's going to be the sequel because black adam's going to show up and which one is the real chosen one is it black adam or is it captain mar or sorry shazam sorry comic books got in my head for a second i almost called him captain marvel (laughs) which one's the which was the real chosen one is it black adam or shazam and that's what they're going to be trying to figure out so the second one's going to have that in the soundtrack and blah 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 i don't i don't know i fell asleep sounds like wrestling fans i don't listen to those people you call into their show to, to get them to talk to about wrestling what show have I? I call into this show. You call in Dead Pixel Live. That's right. And you bring When's up wrestling. When's the last time I called into De- Dead Pixel? When was the last time Dead Pixel was on? Last week, I think. No, Thursday. I download. I download those shows. Those are just Miss H shows with Derek in them. <laughs> and every once in a while, Billy okay. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday, Derek H. He said not to wish him happy birthday. Yeah, on Facebook. Oh, this counts. I mean, this show goes on Facebook. In fact, that's going to be the title of this episode. (laughs) Happy birthday, Derek H. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not kidding. I wish he listened to this show. Uh, what what else can I get angry about and pretend not to care? Did you hear about Arrow? No, what about it? They're ending it after season eight. They should have ended after season five. (laughs) Never made it. Never made it. Well, no, they should have ended it after season five because everything deals with his flashbacks and how it's affecting his life now. So once you run out of fl- like stuff that happens in those five years, then yeah. it's, it's done. They're actually flash-forwarding yeah. now. Yeah, and but for a while they were flashing back to alternate stuff that happened. It's like, man, where, where did he find stuff to do all this? I thought it was all <laughs> Elseworlds shit and uh, just crossover. Yeah, no, it, it's... Yeah, you know, and, you know, that explains why after season, you know, on season six, they put him in the office like he's a mayor now because they they ran out of shit to do. I think they went full Batman and had Bane break his back. I I think in season six, too, they would like flash back to stuff he did in like season one or season two. Yeah, they did that. (laughs) And then they did stuff that he did while he was on the island, but recruited by Argus to do the black ops stuff and then get dropped off back at the island. Yeah, but that was the first five years. That was part of that. Like, there's a year he was in China, like Russia. But in the first five seasons, they made it seem like he never got off for five years. No, no, the first, the first. The first season, they made it seem like he didn't get off for five years because within those five seasons, it was him like one year in Russia, one year in China, and then yeah, yeah season it should six, have ended after five. Season six flashed to season one and two, and then season seven is flashing forward, and Arrow's not even in the flash forwards. 
Oh, jeez. It's, it's so when are, when it's are a, they doing a horror spinoff with It's Felicity? his fake-ass son. <laughs> but his son is... Is, is it Connor? Because they didn't call no, him Connor. No, his, his son is the, the, the kid he had with that chick. The little kid, William, that got y'all excited to find out yeah. it wasn't Connor. Connor's in it. Yeah, yeah but, it's, but he's Connor's a black kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that pissed Time me off. Up. <laughs> Thank you, DC. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, DC. You guys watching Flash? No. I, I, I'm behind. But you know his daughter's in it, right? I did, yeah. I did know that. I've been watching. I watched the beginning of that season. It's just, I've been wondering, how is she fucking up the past and we don't, like, the those time rates aren't coming after her. Didn't they establish that when speedsters fuck up time, those those things show up and try to get you? Yeah, but didn't they get rid of those? No, like, they're part the of the season? speed force. In fact, uh, that black flash is still going around killing people. Well, killing speedsters. Wow. Word. That's, uh... No. <laughs> Uh, Man, do I gotta start watching Flash again? Nah, I'd, I'd watch it. It's a good show, but you don't have to watch it. They're also gonna get rid of Legends of Tomorrow. I think. I thought I saw that, and that, and all this season eight is their last season. Is probably because they're gonna probably get rid of all this stuff in the next crisis, and that's gonna make room for Batwoman. Wait, so they're gonna do a Batwoman TV show? Lawrence, where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. When are they going to do this? Have you ever yeah, heard of? That's the whole point of introducing her in that thing. Have you ever heard of of Ruby Rose? No, I know she's been I, cast I, I as Batwoman. <laughs> well, yeah, but she was cast as Batwoman for the crossover event. Thing. But that was the like the backdoor pilot for the series, right? You remember how Grant Gustin was cast as Flash for a crossover too? DC, what? you sneaky bastards. No, no, I didn't remember that, actually, no. You didn't? <laughs> like, before the Flash TV show? Yeah, yeah, it was an Arrow show where Grant Gustin shows up, and, that, like, at the end of that episode, he gets struck by the lightning, and then that's the opening of the of his show. Oh, yeah. Because he's in a coma okay. for months. Yeah, but, yeah, I hear you. So I when is that enough. When when is that show supposed to come on? Who knows? Probably this, this fall. Hmm. Okay. You're disappointing me so then, a lot today. So are they just going to cycle out the old people and what, they just do guest spots or something? Or they just are gone? Who knows? Depending on how what they want to do. I think he's asking us what they want to do. Oh, They're going to make it know. all poor. <laughs> I guess that's the way to go. That That's the untapped. That's money anymore. Right. That's the untapped resource when it comes to superheroes. Make it all horror. That's right. I, 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 uh, I don't know. <laughs> all right. Are you all ready to go? You guys ready to get out of here? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Heck, why don't you give me some final thoughts, man? I'm a. I'm gonna make my own horror movie. It's gonna be my back door into the DC universe. Your back door is pretty horrific. Hey, man. Hey. Hey, so what's up with those uh, Swamp Thing comics? You need me to send you my address or what? Nah, I need to get a packaging first, and then I'll oh, let you okay. know. Yeah, he's got an address. He's fine. This guy's trying to get your shit. <laughs> uh, Jay, why don't you give us some final thoughts, man? Um, so overall, Dead or Alive 6 is 
pretty disappointing, though it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Fair. Oscor, final thoughts. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is ass. Anthem would make a great Iron Man game, but it's a horrible Anthem game. <laughs> it's Destiny with flight suits. So if you like Destiny, I guess you'll enjoy it. Mo's Magnum, final thoughts. Uh, congratulations to my wife, Emily. She got her cosmetologist license yesterday. Oh, congratulations, Emily. We're, nice. We're both... We're both motherfucking professionals now. There you go. Can there she dye go. my my chest hair? Uh, sure. Sweet. I'm gonna have a mohawk on my chest <laughs> for the entire Fantastic Forum. Thank you both so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, make sure you check us out on social media. Hit us on uh, Twitter. Join our Facebook group. Check out the Instagram. We're all over the place. This fantastic forum only on allgames.com. <laughs>